Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a podcast exclusive, and we're going to talk specifically about leaning into fear because I feel like there are so many of us that, and myself included, I'm also guilty here. Uh, there are so many of us that will really let fear stop us from doing extraordinary things. It's People are not ultimately extraordinary. It's ordinary people that do extraordinary things. And I feel like we really need to destigmatize this this thing in society that says like only certain people can do certain things when in reality, you can do anything you want to do. And so I want to talk to you today a little bit about fear and how to really, I guess, overcome fear and start doing things that make you happy and you want to see yourself succeed in. And I don't know how long this episode is going to be today. I have some bullet points that I'm going to talk about specifically, but ultimately I just wanted to share some experiences with fear because it is probably the number one thing, even in my own life, that will hold me back from doing remarkable things. So the first thing I want to say is that which I kind of already said, which is that everyone has fear, even the people that you admire most, even if that's me, not that I'm trying to have a big head about it. I'm just saying, even if I'm somebody that you admire, I have my own fears. And let me actually talk a little bit about that. As all of you know, if you are active podcast listeners of mine, you know that I don't necessarily have a degree in anything except for maybe life and surviving a lot of things as well as just having real life experience to kind of back up what I'm talking about. So um, I don't know why I always feel like I need to provide proof. I just feel like maybe it just helps you also resonate with the content more if it sounds like you. So I really like to make that known. So with my own fear this week, I feel like a lot came up for me. In the sense that, and I talked about this, I think, in a recent video I did, or it might be a video that's going to be coming out that is also a podcast, but I had a really bad week. Uh, when you're seeing this, it will have been maybe two-ish weeks ago, where it was the eclipse in Gemini in tropical astrology, which I'm a Gemini in tropical in astrology, if it's in, or I'm a Gemini moon in tropical astrology, and so keeping that in mind, this would be my lunar return and lunar returns, especially on an eclipse, they really highlight that section of your life, possibly from even the previous six months. So you can go into a new six month chapter. That's what eclipses do. So it was so funny too, because I was like trotting into eclipse season, right? We're currently in eclipse season. If you're watching, if you're listening to this, when it goes live, um, we're currently in eclipse season where we have a series of eclipses one after another. And I was just trotting into eclipse season full well, knowing it was my lunar return. And I was like, man, I don't feel anything. I don't know why everybody feels like the energy is so intense. Like even as somebody that is highly intuitive and empathic, like I felt fine. I felt on top of the world, to be honest with you. And 
then literally the day of the eclipse, um, I don't even know what really set it off. I just started having all of these terrible thoughts about myself and how like, who do I think I am? Why do I think I can create content like this? Why do I think anybody will listen to me? Why do I feel like I'm so special? And that's all ego. That's all the ego talking, telling me stories of who I am basically to keep me safe. That's what the ego does. We need it because it is there to keep us safe. But oftentimes it actually lies to us and doesn't let us grow and expand beyond that. So I when I tell you like, my vibration, I'm pretty high vibration all the time. Like I am someone that my set point is happiness. Like I live on the vibration of happiness. I am happy like a child most of the time. And so when anything kind of deviates off from that, it's like a huge blow, which I feel like to anybody when you're feeling upset, it's a huge blow. But I feel like to people like especially if you're like a water moon in astrology you might be a little bit more accustomed to your emotions somebody with an air moon placement is not um not that we don't have feelings or we can't feel things it's just it doesn't come as naturally to us and it can be more overbearing so for me a gemini moon um i'm still kind of learning to harbor and understand my own emotions. I'm still learning to make space for them. Even though I am such a highly emotional, intelligent person, it's easy for me to help others in that regard. But when it comes to actually making space for me, it's very difficult. Um, and I think that also comes from like a long line of conditioning as well. I have parents that never really taught any of their seven children. Sorry, parents love you. I understand that they probably came from a place where they didn't receive it either. So they didn't know how to give it. Um, no shade, just telling you my honest experience. But I have parents that never taught that they never taught emotional regulation. And it was always kind of like, okay, you have one day to cry about it. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it with you either. Get over it. Um, and then I feel like my dad was just like always working. So I feel like for me as an adult, I've kind of had to learn to navigate my emotions better and understand them and sit with them and be open to them. So when we talk about fear and everything, basically every fear that I've been harboring came up at once. Um, I also have this really overbearing, over fucking bearing fear that any day I'm just going to be canceled. Like cancel culture is such a real thing. And it's something that I actively like I've been that person that um, has been like, no, screw this person da, 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 when I was much younger. And as an adult now, I kind of have more of a deeper understanding and level of compassion for people that I'm not out here trying to cancel anybody. But I've seen how ruthless people behind a keyboard can be. Even in my own community, I've seen how that can be. And so I harbor this huge fear of like, you don't know what you're talking about, Chloe. This is probably why I over-explain everything. You don't know what you're talking about. People are going to come for you. They're going to cancel you. It's, And most of the time I can kind of push it aside and just be like, no, 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 no. You know what you're talking about. Here's why you know what you're talking about. Anybody who doesn't understand, like it's just not for them. And so I kind of have to sit and tell myself those things. But in any case, this last week, I feel like I was just not able to stand up to my own ego. And it was just so overwhelming how useless I felt, how powerless I felt, how really disconnected from myself that I felt. And like I said, 
at my normal state, I exude happiness. I exude like bad bitch energy all the time. I'm an Aries Mercury too. So even if I don't feel it, I know how to speak it. (laughs) I can speak bad bitch energy into existence. Um, I feel like fire signs always have your back on bad bitch energy and that's on period. But with speaking bad bitch into existence, like I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. And so I asked myself, okay, from the things that I've learned in therapy, the things that I've learned about myself, what is the best thing I can do for myself right now? Even though I feel like a worthless turd and I'm afraid to open my mouth and say anything, um, I just let myself sit back and feel into it. And this, I guess, kind of is like tip number one for fear is you really have to sit back and let yourself feel it. Now I want to kind of give you an analogy with fear. And this is something I say all the time. You can ask any of my friends. I use, excuse me, this analogy all the time. Um, It's not actually my analogy. I think I read it in one of my self-help books, one of my many. Um, So I don't remember exactly who said it. And I apologize. It, It could have been Jen Sincero. It could have been Elizabeth Gilbert. I'm genuinely not sure who said it. But basically the analogy is that you are in a car. And you are the driver. The the car represents your life. You are the navigator of your life. You are the one that gets to control the steering wheel, the pedals, how fast, how slow you go. And then in your car, you have passengers. So, and they're all versions of you. On one hand, you have the part of you that's really scared. You have the part of you that maybe harbors anxiety. And you need that, that passenger. That passenger is there to keep you safe. So it's okay that they're there, but you need to remember that they are the passenger. They are not the driver. And sometimes anxiety or anything else that you're feeling that you're letting really take over and control your life that's just at the foreground or at the forefront, you have to realize that they've taken over the driver's seat and all you have to do is calmly say, hey, why don't you get in the back for a little bit? Take a a little scenery sit. Let me be in control for a bit you know? And sometimes there are parts of us that need to be in control when we can't function at our max capacity all the time. But it's okay to tell anxiety to get out of the driver's seat. Basically, you take over the driver's seat and let that take a back seat. So bearing that in mind, I feel like it's really important that you, A, even if you have to visually do that in your mind, like, Imagine yourself in a car driving on your road of life and literally kick anxiety out of the driver's seat. And I say anxiety because that's my experience. I get really bad anxiety, especially when it comes to cancel culture and saying anything. Now, I do want to also state that I am a survivor of narcissistic abuse and narcissists kind of perpetuate that. Narcissists will constantly question you to death to make you feel like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And so because of that and going through like trauma therapy and stuff, I understand that sometimes I will over explain because I always am ready for someone to discount everything I'm saying. And so in the online realm, a lot of people will do that. Even if they're not narcissists, that's just something that people will do. And if you have thousands of people looking at you, it can be very, very terrifying to have that many opinions coming at you at once. It can feel very similar to that original abuse. And so for me, I have to remind myself of that. Like, 
these people aren't narcissists. These people don't have ill intention. They're just stating their opinions. They're not trying to sit here and prove you a thousand percent wrong. And sometimes they are. And those people, I feel like, you know what? Another thing that just like a little side tangent, I live my life by knowing that anything that is within is reflected back out. So even when I'm confronted with people like that, I know that that's just my own internal world reflecting it. And I have to remind myself, okay, Chloe, you've created this in one way or another. You've attracted it in one way or another. And because of that, because it has been attracted to your energetic field, there is something to be taken from this. And so I always kind of remind myself that there's a lesson in everything. There's a lesson in the hurt. But that was just a little side note there. But with fear... Like I said, this last week, I've, I want to get back to that. I feel like I was just so full of fear with everything. I was afraid to, and even to this day, I'll go to upload a video. If it's not like scheduled already, I'll go to upload a video sometimes. And I have so much anxiety about how that video is going to be received. If you're unfamiliar and you're just finding me on the podcast, I have a YouTube channel. That's like my main head honcho in my business. Um, we just hit 45 K actually the day that I'm recording this. Um, so I have a YouTube channel and it's really scary sometimes to have that many eyes on you. Most of my videos get 20,000 views or more. And so having thousands of people's opinions at all times, that can be exhausting. We as humans are not meant to have that much attention on us at all times. And so I have to navigate that very carefully. And I just wasn't doing a good job this last week. Not only was it the eclipse, my lunar return. So there were a lot of things that were coming up for me, but I also just felt too exposed, like too much of my raw authentic self was out there. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I think being your most authentic self as big and brightly as you can is so important for humanity, but sometimes it's exhausting, <laughs> especially when you live in a society that doesn't tell you that that's like the ideal, right? So I let myself feel through it. I let myself cry it all out. I think I literally spent like four days last week crying. And that's why now I'm sitting here today working on like four podcast episodes in a row because I was like, shit, I'm behind in work now. Um, the beauty of being self-employed, it's great because you can take time off whenever you really need to, but you also have to play like massive catch up. So with how did I, how did I work through this? Number one, let myself feel it. We have already covered that. Number two, and I feel like this is really important for those of you that really obsess about like what is going to happen if you do the thing that scares you, if you put yourself out there in a way that is scary, or you make a move that feels really scary, play it out, play out the entire scenario in your head. How is it going to go or write it out? If that's easier, write out the worst possible case scenario and then come up with a plan for that worst case scenario. So this is just an example for me. Let's say I upload a video and it gets a ridiculous amount of views. There's tons and tons and tons of people hating on it. And I say something that is taken completely out of context by someone. And now I have an army of people against me online. What am I going to do about that? Well, there's a lot of things I could do about that, to be quite honest. I could completely take myself offline, shut it down. I could shut the whole thing down. That to me would be worst case scenario. I could shut the whole thing down and remove myself from the online sphere, make everything private, only interact with my family on social media and my friends, and go out and find a different kind of job or a different kind of work 
That would be to me worst case scenario, but it's still an option. I'm not going to literally combust if worst case scenario, right? I have an escape route. I know what I could do. Um, I could try to confront the situation as well, even though we all know how apology videos go, right? Um, I could try to confront the situation. I could completely ignore the situation and just move on. I feel like sometimes, especially if it's something that's been blown out of context, that is almost the best policy, even though it takes a lot because sometimes those people are relentless, right? Um, even if it takes a lot, Sometimes that's the best policy is just to move on anyways, move on and just don't even give it your attention because when you fixate, you continue to attract, just don't even give it your attention. Um, so there are tons, tons of different routes, right? And I was just throwing something out there. I don't know how I would react to something like that. To be honest with you, I've never let my fear get that much grip on me to where I'm, I won't move. And I feel like that's kind of the goal with fear is Number one, understanding that everybody is afraid. Everybody. There is not a single living person on the planet that didn't start scared in something that they're doing, especially if it means the world to them that they put it out there. Every single person is scared. And everybody starts somewhere. And it's the it's the doing it even if fear has to be along for the ride too. It's doing it anyway. Even if you are laughed off of the internet, it's doing it anyway. And I feel like that's also kind of like ties into learning about what your purpose and your mission is here on this planet is it's almost like you override your fear when it's something that you're that passionately about. You don't give a damn what people are going to say. And even if you give like a little damn, like a baby damn, <laughs> you give like a little bit of a damn what people say, it's not going to stop you. It might stop you for a week, two weeks, three weeks, but then you come back to it because it means something to you to spread whatever that is, right? So if it's something that you feel passionate about, follow it. And don't let fear stop you. Let fear be a passenger. And um, I also want to add that sometimes it's also more than fear. I feel like we use fear as a blanket statement. And sometimes it's more than just fear. What is it a fear of? Like for me, I gave you that example of cancel culture and how scary that is for somebody that puts themselves out there as authentically as they can constantly. But is it a fear of, for me, what that's a fear of non-acceptance. It's a fear of, for me, I've expressed that I come from narcissistic abuse. So for me, there is this fear of that kind of behavior being forced at me by the collective, right? And I feel like that's a really honest like fear of a lot of people that have experienced that kind of life. But it's, it's usually something that's already been ingrained that you're afraid of. It's not a new fear. It's something that you need to focus down and identify, you know, is it, you feel like everybody's going to tell you that you're not good enough like someone else, then ask yourself where you heard that first. Who told you that you weren't good enough at something and understand that maybe at that time you didn't feel good enough 
I feel like the only reason we ever take fear inside of us when it's given to us by someone else is because there's a part of us that believes it. There's a, even if it's the tiniest little fraction, there's a part of us that believes what the other person is saying. So you kind of just have to disprove that, you know, maybe at that time in your life, um, maybe you want to, my husband, okay, I bought him a bass. This is not about him. I just made me think about it because I just bought him a new instrument for his 30th. He turns 30, uh, this month actually. But, um, you know, maybe Back in the day, you used to play an instrument and a parent told you that you weren't any good. And so now you're terrified to put yourself out there playing this instrument publicly, even though you've honed your skill and you're really good at it. Maybe at that time you weren't very good and that's okay, but you're better now with the skills and knowledge and tools that you have. Or maybe that person was full of shit and they were just jealous and you've always been really good. Don't let other people stomp on your shine. Um... So I just wanted to throw that in there too, that like, it's not always just the blanket statement of fear. It's fear of something very specific. And the more specific you can get, the easier it is to point it out, call it what it is and say, nope, I'm doing this anyway, in spite of you. Um, and then the thing that I really want to leave you with, I know this episode's a little bit shorter, but the thing I really want to leave you with is kind of what I've already been saying. And that's no one has it all figured out. No one like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, even though she is a queen and we stan, uh, I guarantee you Lizzo is afraid of something. Everybody has fear of something. And it's, it's, however, look at, look at Lizzo. I don't know why we're using her as an example, but we are. Look at Lizzo. She might harbor fears about something in her life, but does she show that to everybody? Does she not get out there and stand in her power and sing to her heart's content and perform and live her motherfucking dream life. Lizzo, though she is special, she is not special in the sense that everybody has that potential inside of them. Everybody, everybody. There is not some people are special in this way, but I'm not special. Everybody has that potential. You just have to ask yourself what sets you on fire? What's what lights that inner torch and that passion inside of you? And then use that. Go after that. If it is, I say this all the time, and it's for manifestation, babe. If it is desired by you, it is destined for you. So go after it. Doing things in spite of fear. Spit in fear's face. <laughs> literally, well, maybe don't spit in fear's face. Cause again, we've established that fear is supposed to be there. It's there to keep us safe, but sometimes you need to become a little unsafe so that you can understand where you're going and forge a new path. So get out there in spite of fear, drive your car in the direction you want to go in. I love you so much. And I will speak to you all again next Tuesday for another episode. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. Remember, when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. Bye. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own 
own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you.